Today, I want to talk about thinking in the language we are learning. It comes up all the time. How do I get to where I can think in the language I'm learning? To me, this is related to this other question of how can I speak like a native? And here, I think we need to understand, at least my view of the whole process of language learning is, we start out at basically zero, knowing nothing or very little. We may know related languages, but we're at the very beginning. And there's this continuous sort of voyage, which eventually takes us to a higher level. But that higher level is very rarely, if ever, perfection. I just don't think perfection is a term we can think of when we think of language learning. If we come to this question of thinking in the language, so even languages that I speak very well, in, say, my own case, in Japanese, in French, there are always times when I will translate from English. I may not do that for the longest time. I might feel very comfortable in the language, but there will inevitably come some point where I am actually using a structure or a word that I've reached into my brain for in English, and I translate it into the language. It's a continuum. So as we're getting better and better in the language, there are moments when we hear something, it's instant meaning. We read something, it's instant meaning. We go to say something and it just comes out. And so there we are, in a way, thinking in the language we're learning, but we're doing it for, you know, a small part of the time that we are spending with the language. As we continue, as we become more comfortable, we get better at it. As with so much in language learning, the deliberate effort to learn something is often counterproductive. The deliberate effort to avoid thinking in the language just makes you uptight and makes it, you know, less likely that you will achieve that. You have to relax and let it happen. It will gradually happen. More and more, you will start thinking in the language if you continue with all of your language learning activities. And I think this concept of thinking in the language is related to sort of speaking like a native. I have said before, I don't think we can achieve 100%, you know, sounding like a native. There will always be something that betrays you as not a speaker of that language, but you can become very, very good. And in this whole issue of this sort of continuum where we start in the language and you get better and better, it brings up these two terms that I see very often from linguists. One is interlanguage and the other is fossilization. And apparently those two terms were developed by a professor of linguistics, Larry Selniker. So interlanguage explains the ability of people to speak better in the language they're learning because of the influence of their native language. And so structures and even vocabulary items, not to mention pronunciation, from their native language will influence how they speak in the language they're learning. To me, that's obvious. I'm not sure why we need a term like interlanguage. Native speakers of certain languages will tend to make the same kinds of mistakes that reflect patterns and structures in their own language. They don't all do that. Some do, some don't. But to some extent, these patterns are reflective of the native language of the speaker. That's normal. We use what we know and what we're comfortable using, and we apply that to the things that we're learning. It's even suggested that learners might speak or produce the language better in a classroom drill setting but then in a casual conversation, they revert back to interlanguage. But that to me is normal because you can have a structured environment in a classroom. You can have the impression that something's been taught, but once you revert, say a couple of days later, when you're in a normal situation and possibly a stressful situation, then that deliberate learning may not help you that much. Although it probably does contribute to gradually getting better in the language. 
Again, fossilization is, is presented as some kind of a final stage in interlanguage because some learners simply don't progress beyond a certain point. So they're stuck at this interlanguage or this less than optimal level in the language and they don't get better. But I think we continue to think in our own language to some extent, varying degrees. We continue to use structures that reflect our native language. That's always the case. But I think if we put enough effort into listening and reading, and if we are relaxed about it, and don't say, I want to speak better, but we aren't prepared to put in the hours of listening and hours of listening and thousands and hundreds of thousands of words of reading to allow our brains to get a better sense of the language, then we're not going to get beyond that point. However, it's important to remember that many speakers of a second language are in effect fossilized. They have come to a level, it might be a very high level, where they are happy. And I'm this way in a number of languages that I speak, good enough. I can communicate, I understand, people understand me, I'm good, I'm happy. It's even suggested in one of these papers that to some extent the interlanguage may be an expression of identity. I think that's unlikely. However, I've mentioned this before, even my father, who spoke English very, very well, had larger vocabulary than I did. I think at some level it bothered him that English spelling was so inconsistent. And therefore he would pronounce English words as if they were written in Czech. So as I've said, Bank of Nova Scotia was Scotia, Nova Scotia. Because to him somehow T-I-A should be Tia. And so there's a, a sort of a psychological element of resisting the new language, which, which is also, I think, not an unimportant factor. But my father thought in the language. I'm 100% sure he thought in English, but he didn't speak like a native. So it's possible to get to a level where we think in the language, where it's instant meaning, we express ourselves not necessarily like a native, but without thinking about it. So we are thinking that we're in the language, but our utterances are not 100% native-like. All of these things, to my mind, are part of language learning, of communicating, of the fact that we cannot expect perfection in language learning, and we shouldn't beat ourselves up if we don't yet feel that we think in the language as well as we would like, or we aren't as fluent as we would like. All of these things are perfectly normal. And so I would leave you with a couple of videos I did on the whole issue of errors, the importance of errors. If we recognize our own errors, that helps us learn, but at the same time, learning to live with our less than perfect use of the language. Bye for now.